Welcome to the pod person's ghoul to the conspookacy. Conspiracy. Can't stand it. I've almost got this. Please stop. Speaking to you from Boo Zealand, I'm Joshua Kedison, mid-90s pop balladeer and singer of the hit song Jesse. Okay, that's kind of scary. And in Boo High China, it's Dr. Dial M for Murder, Dentith. Look, I'll accept the Hitchcock reference, but that's the second time you've used Boo in as many sentences. Look, do you want to try this? No! I don't want you to try it either, and nor should anyone else. What is it about Halloween that makes the English-speaking world break out in god-awful puns? Wait, it's Halloween? The Podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy, featuring Josh Addison and M. Dentith. Hello, you're listening to the Podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy. In Auckland, New Zealand, I am, as we've already established, Joshua Caddison, mid-90s popular and in Zhuhai, China, obviously, once again, Dr. Dial M for murder, and then R for for something else and another X, which, can you dial X on a phone? Let's assume you can. Dentith, that's your full name now. So you're not going to do the, the fake fact or the real fact thing? The, the fake fact is the fact that your your name is Dr. Dial M for murder. Rx for Rex? Dentith? I mean, you could I mean, you could have gone that for... from me. Dial X for X-rated. That would have worked. X-rated? Yep. Yeah, not very Halloween-y. Sorry, have you have you never watched Halloween themed pornography? (sighs) Don't think I think I would remember that. I mean, we've watched Star Wars themed pornography, and we've watched Pirates of the Caribbean themed pornography. And this is a case of I can say that we've actually watched these together because we have watched Star Wars themed pornography and Pirates of the Caribbean themed pornography together many many years ago. Don't think I was there for the pirate one. But anyway. <clears throat> and if you want to know more about why we're watching that pornography together, well, you'll never find out. Mm. Unless maybe we put it in a bonus episode. Maybe we put it in a bonus bonus episode for a, the, the a, extra special a patrons. A bonus bonus episode. Exactly. But enough speculation. This is really, this is, as a Halloween-themed episode goes, this really taken gone, a turn. we've yep. really gone off yep. the rails. Uh, so... It's Halloween. That's that's almost irrelevant, really. I mean, it's not quite Halloween. It's the twenty sixth as we're recording, but it'll be about. It'll be out around that time. Um, it's time for a back to the conspiracy episode, and we thought, what's the spookiest thing we could do for Halloween? We could look at death, specifically the deaths of celebrities. Conspiracies, therefore, regarding which we've talked about before in the past. We have uh, so we're going to do that now. It's a, it's a bumper crop of corpses we've got coming up in this week's episode. Ah, uh, so many corpses. So, have you anything else to say at the start, or shall we dive straight into this giant pile of corpses? Corpse! Buckle up. We're going back to the conspiracy. Ah, death. Who doesn't it like death? It comes for us all eventually. Allegedly. It hasn't come Allegedly. for me yet. No, no. I'm hoping to break them odds. Mm. So one of the very first things we looked at, in in fact, uh, as I recall, it was the first episode where I got to choose the topic, and child of the 90s that I am. And also was the last episode you ever got to Mm. choose the topic because of your choice of topic. Because as people are aware, not very fond of grunge. Not very fond of grunge. In episode five, too grungy too grungy yes because i i the, the first topic i picked was conspiracy theories around the death of kurt cobain was it suicide or was it not now uh, the, so op- it was episode the five, operative question here josh episode is five who is kurt cobain and why do we care uh we all care because he is the leading figure in the grunge movement out of the 1990s you don't care because you don't like that music except for hole which i maintain is still grunge Yes, but it's the only good grunge there is. And Hole was a much better band than Nirvana. So much better. Well, we'll, Courtney we'll was the person carrying Kurt Cobain. Well, yeah, ex- we'll, we'll get to that shortly. So, I mean, if, if you know anything 
about you, you don't have to know enough about 90s music to remember the 1995-ish hit Jesse by Joshua Caddison, a man who's who, who made my life a little interesting around that time. Fortunately, he was a one-hit wonder, so we never heard from him again. But we heard from him a lot for a period of about a couple of months, maybe? Mid-90s and and anyway. apparently, to... he still haunts you in your dreams. Of course he bloody does. His name is almost identical to mine. You don't have to know. You don't have to remember that much about it to know who Kurt Cobain is. He and specifically to know uh, that he killed himself. He's he he joined Allegedly. the twenty. Well, yeah. If if if, if we're to believe uh, pretty much everything except for a small handful, uh, he joined the twenty. What's that? Is it twenty seven club? Is it twenty seven? The age that all the celebrities allegedly die, whatever it was, he he died the same age as all your all your uh, Jimi Hendrixes and and all the rest of them who and Amy Winehouse like, and all that. Oh, sorry, I'm glad you actually mentioned name two there. The Twenty Seven Club with Jimi Hendrix and and oh and yes, the other Amy ones. Winehouse, yeah, yeah, and, and a bunch of others. Uh, but pretty much f- fairly early on in the piece, people started crying foul. So people and. This was sort of the first time we talked about this sort of stuff, but reading back on it, it's a bunch of stuff that became very, very familiar the more of more conspiracy theories we looked at. Um, people questioned details in the police reports that seemed a little bit inconsistent, and there was the suggestion that, well, maybe maybe it wasn't just a mistake on people's part. Maybe the police were covering something up. Because, mm, I mean, the police were such big fans of Nirvana mm. and needed to keep keep notable public citizen and good egg Kurt Cobain's PR clean? Something of that kind? Now, apparently a lot of this got kicked off by a guy called Richard Lee, who was a public access host in Seattle. He claimed to have seen the crime scene, and his big, big problem with it was that it was a lot less bloody than you'd expect. And that was sort of when you hear Kurt Cobain shot himself in the head with a shotgun... You you assume you know most of his head's gone and and there's blood all over the walls and it's it's an incredibly gory thing but that's not always you know it depends on the kind of rifle and the kind of ammunition and what have you as it as it happens I understand that the first responders who found his body didn't even know he'd shot himself until they noticed a bit of blood trickling down from behind his ear um, so it wasn't you know for, I gather there there either wasn't an exit wound or wasn't much of one. Um, but there seemed to be straight away a bit of that thing of it didn't look how I expected it to look. Therefore, some, how I, a non-expert who has probably never seen a crime scene where someone but has, shot has watched before, a lot of action, but has films watched a bunch has, of yeah, movies, yeah, yeah, and has expectations mm. to how much gore there should be in a human body, which is often a lot more than is actually in a human body. Mm, yes. Now, other things people have pointed to: uh, he left a suicide note. Um, and some people were suspicious of the fact that apparently his his handwriting changes markedly, and at around the point where it goes from just sort of being rambling to ex- explicitly sort of talking about about death or suicide. Um, now that this was to begin with, people were like yeah, oh, okay, so obviously you know that they've taken a note in his hand, and then someone else has scrawled this the the, the bit at the end that makes it look like a suicide note. But and pointed out, expertly, if this theory is mm. correct, because oh, just any mm. old handwriting will do. You know, I am now going to kill kill myself in crayon, even though he's been using a fountain pen previously. Mm. But the thing that people pointed out was he, he Kurt Cobain was a heroin addict. I believe he had. Like shortly before he killed himself, he had basically jumped the wall at a rehab center uh, where where he had been and and had um, gone back to his uh, his own house, I think it was. And basically, he was he had a heroin high coming on in the lead up to his suicide. So uh, a lot more people were like, "Well, yeah, that's when you see his handwriting go wonky. That's just when when the heroin's starting to kick in." And indeed, um, some years after his death in two thousand and two. Kurt Cobain's journals were released and you could very clearly see these were the bits he wrote when he was straight and these were the bits he wrote when he was high on heroin and, and sometimes he wrote yeah, bits can... that went from being straight to being high on heroin mm. showing how the handwriting changed as the high hit mm. and one other thing of course people said that the supposedly the the toxicology report or whatever it is 
showed that Kurt had an enormous amount of heroin in his system, which people thought that's that's more, you know, that that that's much more heroin. You know, that's enough to kill a person. That's that's not as much you take if you're going to get high. Um, but what people forget is that uh, Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain had a black belt in heroin. He was he was a committed addict. He took a hell of a lot more than the regular person might because um, he was an addict who'd been doing it for a long time. He had a tolerance tolerance. to heroin Mm. and that means in some situations you'll get a very, very high dose in the stomach which would kill one of us. Probably wouldn't kill him. Mm. No. So... Aside from, so, so you have suspicions that it may, maybe it wasn't suicide, maybe it was murder made to look like suicide, and fairly, fairly early on people saying, oh, it was, it was caught, started blaming Courtney, and there really seemed to be no, n- nothing behind this other than a bit of sort of John Lennon and Yoko Ono thing where um, it, it, lots of people loved Kurt Cobain, lots of people didn't like Courtney Love, uh, you know, uh, why, why, why did he have to be the one who died instead of her, sort of thing, and just, just, just transferred a lot of stuff onto her? There wasn't a hell of a lot of of anything really that people could point to 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 say that it was specifically Courtney was behind his death. One, well, one apart one from good old sexism, time, apart from good old sexism, yes. One guy one time claimed that Courtney Love had had asked him to kill Kurt for her. And which is a thing one guy said one time, and there doesn't appear to have been anything credible behind it. Um, in pre, there had been a previous incident when Kurt and uh, Courtney were in Rome, where Kurt had swallowed a bunch of pills and champagne or something, and uh, had to have a stomach pumped or something. It, it obviously, as, as you might suspect, when you down a ton of champagne and pills, uh, affected him very badly. It wasn't clear if that was an accidental. Um, misadventure, or if that was a suicide attempt, but then other people said, "Oh, was was it not a suicide? Was it actually a murder attempt?" Um, uh, and again, there, there are the, those those good old discrepancies where someone says something and then says something else later, which people love to to jump on. I mean, an awful lot of this is well, it could be this, or is it? I mean, it could mm. be that, or was it? Yes. I mean, you could say that, Josh, but you could say otherwise as well. Mm. And then, when it all comes down to it, one thing that I've never heard successfully uh, put across is why would Courtney, uh, Courtney, <laughs> like I'm bloody shipping them, why would Courtney have killed Kurt? Uh, she supposed she she apparently loved him. Um, I, I I will I will maintain to my dying day that the pairing of of um, uh, heart shaped box and doll parts are one of the two most romantic ballads ever written exchanged between a couple. Uh, what 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 did she have to gain by him being dead? Especially if um, you were you were of the opinion that Courtney was riding. Kurt's coattails, that he, he was the famous one and she was just leeching fame off of him, why would she kill her meal ticket? And as you point out, like when they got together, she was the she was the big star. Yeah. She no, was, Hull, um, Hull, Hull was doing Hull was a massive success at the time, and Nirvana quickly eclipsed them, and I would say wrongly, but did quickly eclipse them, but it was very much he the fan getting with the maestro, and then hmm. the fan becoming a maestro as well. Yeah. So, I mean, really, and as we concluded all the way back in 2014 in episode five, there's, there's really just not a lot to it. You can, it's, it's easy to sort of see psychologically why people would perhaps like to believe that, that, uh, Kurt didn't commit suicide. Um, a lot of other people have pointed out, oh, you, 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 you people, you big fans are so lucky you didn't get to see him live into into old or middle age because yeah, there's a, there, is a, there is actually a Chris Morris sketch on the first season of Blue Jam, which is a hypothesis as to what Nirvana would be doing now at the time that Blue Jam was made, which was sometime in the late nineties, which is essentially. Nirvana tracks being used as advertising for things like mouthwash and toothpaste. Case of yes, if if he had lived another twenty years or so, you would probably see things. Go, oh, you've really sold out there, Kurt. 
or as we've seen with what happened to the front person for Smashing Pumpkins, endorsing really, really weird right-wing views. Mm. That said, Dave Grohl's still cool, as far as I can tell. Well, I mean, he did he, he, he did make that pact with the devil. I've seen the documentary film. Mm, Studio 666, the well-known true-to-life expose. Uh, all I... All I remember is that he refused to let them use Foo Fighters songs in what was was it High School Musical? What was the show? No, I Glee. Have no, I Glee. have no idea about this, but I'm already Good. I'm already supporting him in this manner. Mm. Mm. Anyway, so I mean that that was our first crack at dead celebrities, but then scarcely scarcely nine episodes later, in episode fourteen, we asked the big um, question: Is Paul McCartney dead? Josh, I want to put to you now, is Paul McCartney dead? No. Is he creatively dead? Uh, Yes, I could probably agree with that. So there's a long-standing conspiracy theory that Paul McCartney died. It's all based upon photographic evidence. Now, Josh, if I were to tell you that there was an album cover for a Beatles album that shows four Beatles crossing road, and that's not actual literal insects here it's the members of the Beatles crossing the road and three of them are wearing shoes and one of them isn't would you assume that that means the person who's not wearing shoes is dead obviously what other meaning could there be I'm just assuming that maybe Paul forgot to put his shoes on or was trying to be different, because that's what Paul does when he makes things like the Frog Chorus. He tries to be very different, and nobody likes you when you're being different, Paul. Nobody likes you. Mm. Yes, I mean, I, 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 still, I still don't really know how this started. Was it another one of those things where somebody made a joke and then other people took the joke? Ironically seriously, and then eventually unironically seriously. I so it's one of these, it's one of these weird things because if it were in the age of social media, we'd be able to track this back with mm. relative ease. And it does seem to be rather lost to history as to exactly who was hypothesizing the Paul is dead theory back in the day. But it seems to be more of a case of several years after the Abbey Road album was released. People were looking at the careers of the Beatles subsequently and going, well, that that Paul McCartney, he's not quite like the old Paul McCartney of Paul McCartney and John Lennon days. There's something something off about his recent output. It's almost as if it's not really Paul, it's someone else. And then they're kind of backporting and looking, oh, can we find evidence that maybe something went on? And rather than looking at the evidence of the breakdown in the relationship of the McCartney-Lennon writing relationship, or the fact that for the latter albums, Paul McCartney is the driving force that's bringing the Beatles into recording studios to do work. Because it's quite clear in the kind of second half of the Beatles' career, the rest of them are all happy to do their own solo projects, and Paul McCartney's the only one who's going, you, you do realise that we're actually quite a good band together, and if we just got together, we had to kind of corral them. And so there's a kind of rationale as to why McCartney's work changes in the latter half of the Beatles' career and post-Beatles, which is, he's a different person. But no, some people just assume, no, he had died. And for some reason... They didn't want to admit he was dead, so they found a Paul McCartney impersonator. And now, of course, I'm just thinking of the plot of The Prestige. Mm. What, they got They got Nicholas Tesla to make a double of him? No, no, no. I'm see the Christian Bale in this one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes perfect sense. This is Paul McCartney and Saul McCartney. And it's now Saul mm. McCartney who's in charge of the Frog Chorus. And so then people, yeah, went over the, the, the Abbey Road album cover and did all the stuff that supposedly the whole thing is meant to be a uh, symbolize a funeral procession because john is wearing white which so he's like the clergy and ringo's all wearing black so he's like a pallbearer and and george who's dressed in work clothes that makes him a grave digger and and important but then also most tellingly paul is holding a cigarette what's another name for a cigarette a fag and another one? A durry? Another one? Uh, mother's reefer? Possibly. Also, a coffin nail. Hmm? Hmm? 
is that coincidence? I think. And more so than that, he's holding the cigarette in his right hand, even though the real Paul McCartney was left-handed. And as we all know, left-handed people use their left hand for absolutely everything so that their right hand withers away uh, to, a, to a stump. And then it, gets replaced, then it gets replaced by a hook and they become pirates on the high seas. Mm. Interestingly, I have, heard, I, I have heard it said that Paul McCartney is indirectly responsible for Kurt Cobain's death because Cobain idolised Paul McCartney and wanted to do everything like him, including playing his guitar left-handed even though Kurt was right-handed. Kurt also suffered from irritable bowel syndrome, and it's thought that the that, that being in a slightly awkward position to play his guitar with his offhand um, exacerbated his irritable bowel syndrome symptoms, and heroin was one of the things he turned to to combat those systems, and he died while be, by committing suicide while high on heroin. I, I don't think I need to... I don't, I don't think I could be any clearer on this. It's true. You've connected all of the dots, and I'm now convinced mm. that Paul McCartney was Kurt Cobain. You're exactly right. Uh, do you know who else was, was Kurt Cobain, in a sense? Was it Sid Vicious? It was Sid Vicious, yes. One of the other things we talked about was, did, did Sid Vicious kill Nancy Sponge? Now, I mean, I, 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 I'm aware that our uh, audience may not all be as old as us, and Sid Vicious is really before my time, so... In case you're not aware, Sid Vicious was the bassist and probably most sort of notorious member of the Sex Pistols, the punk boy band put together um, in the 1970s, I guess. One of the more famous famous punk bands. Um, his he was going out with a with a woman called Nancy Spungen. So Sid and Nancy, there's a movie about them. Sid and Nancy, Gary Oldman plays Sid. I believe Courtney Love actually auditioned to play Nancy. But, I believe but that as well. A, yeah, I think, I think she just got a bit part in the film in the end. But and they're always uh, Kurt and Courtney were were always sort of compared a little bit to they were they were grunges, Sid and Nancy. But what we do know is that Nancy, well. Sid Vicious also took all of the drugs all of the time and woke up in a hotel room from a bend one night to find Nancy dead of a stab wound in the bathroom. He claims fairly credibly that he has no idea what happened and couldn't say for certain that he hadn't stabbed her um, while completely out of his skull. Um, but other people, th th there was room for conspiracies for people to come in and say, ah, but were they, someone just came in while Sid was, was passed out and, and killed Nancy and then pinned the murder on him. Or conversely, because... he murdered her and then took a lot of drugs to then go, well, plausibly, I was high off my tits when this happened. Mm. Not that I think that works in a court of law, because, oh, Mr. Vicious, we realise that you've you've killed someone, but you were very high on drugs at the time. So, of course, you have no moral responsibility or indeed legal responsibility for the death whatsoever. You can now go free. Obviously. And then to complicate matters, uh, Sid was charged with her death, but never saw trial because he died. Um, yeah, and this is the bit where guilty. I think there's a more plausible case for talking about a conspiracy theory here, because... And I'm not saying this is a plausible conspiracy theory. I'm simply saying this is a more interesting conspiracy theory. Because this is the one that says, well, I mean, did Sid's poor old mum go, I don't want Sid to go to prison, so I'm going to kill him so he doesn't spend time in Chokey. Mm. So yes, again, we know that Sid died of a drug overdose. Was it suicide? Was it an accidental overdose? Or was it murder? as suggested by by his mother to spare him from going to prison which she thought he would not not survive now there's no there, there's no evidence as far as i'm aware either way the the, the 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 most obvious thing seems to be that sid killed nancy the most obvious thing seems to be that sid, uh, sid killed himself whether whether deliberately or or accidentally we'll never know um and it's really just, I don't know, it just feels like people wanting to make an interesting story out of it, I guess. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be much way of evidence for saying that his mum was responsible for his death, other than that would make a really good story. Mm. Now, of course, we can't talk about, um, we can't talk about Kurt Cobain dying famously in the 90s without talking about other 
famous deaths of musicians in the 90s. Um, in Which, of course, does Hachikora get us down to the grand B-I-T. debate. East mm. Coast or West Coast, Josh? I ask you this every time, and I never keep ask... a record of which answer you give. But East Coast I, or West I th- Coast? I think I have been quite consistently uh, two Tupac over Biggie, but uh, I, I, I have no sp- specific problem with either of them. So, yes, yes, I, 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 am, I am more about the, the California love, if you will. That is the right answer, and I will accept it at mm-hmm. this time. Mm. So again, what we do know, Tupac Shakur died in a drive-by shooting September 1996. His murder remains unsolved to this day. Uh, six months later, in March of 1997, Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. the Notorious B.I.G., was also killed in a drive-by shooting. Uh, and his murder and, was also officially unsolved. Yeah. And there was, to say, rivalry between Tupac and the Notorious B.I.G. would be to understate that rivalry. In fact, there's an entire season of the podcast series Slow Burn, which actually goes into the development of this rivalry over time. And the fact that the East Coast-West Coast divide was very much a media invention initially. So prior to the media talking about there being rivalry between the East Coast and the West Coast, East Coast and West Coast rappers in the US are actually on very friendly terms. But as the story about how there's a rivalry between the two sides became bigger and bigger, it actually became part of the story of East Coast versus West Coast rap. Mm. So there was an LA Times article which uh, put forward the theory that uh, Tupac had been killed by the Southside Crips gang um, to in revenge for an assault by Tupac on one of theirs earlier that evening. Uh, this article also claimed that Biggie was involved. There were other claims also that um, the pair of them were basically killed by their own labels. Um, Marion, Marion Shug Knight, uh, who's, who's the guy who's notorious for having dangled vanilla ice over a, off a balcony to make him sign stuff over. He was, he was known for being a guy who was not afraid to um, uh, uh, resort to physicality to get his way. The idea was that um, Suge Knight owned the label that Tupac was signed to. He was allegedly going to leave the label, and so he was killed so that his his music uh, and, and a whole lot of unreleased music... In fact, I, I might be making this up, I think... Tupac released more music posthumously than he did while alive. I'm not. He has released sure more music posthumously. Like yeah. Posthumously, he's had a very successful career, indeed, to the point where he's mm. even promoted. I think both Adidas or Adidas, depending on where you are in the world, and Nike or Nike, depending on where you are in the world, shoes post death for quite some time. Mm. So there's one theory that um, Suge Knight kills Tupac to stop him from leaving, and then has Biggie killed to make it look like there, it was the result of a feud between the two of them. Retaliation. Other, other, other theories are that, that both rappers' labels colluded to kill them both, again, to play up the East Coast-West Coast rivalry stuff and make their value, uh, recordings more valuable. So, you know, the, the idea that at some point they decided that their artists were worth more dead than alive. And the weird thing about this is a lot of these theories, some of which are mutually contradictory, all come from Suge Knight. Suge Knight has made a lot of claims. He says a lot of stuff. Yeah. He claims to know who killed Tupac. I think at one stage he claimed that he was responsible for the death. The death? The death. The death. The death of Tupac. Suge Knight makes a lot of claims, although I believe he's currently in jail, so probably isn't making as many public claims at the moment. Yes, he's he's done a fair bit of time as that fellow. And also, I mean, the... uh, the, the the Wallace family, Notorious B.I.G.'s family, uh, ended up bringing a lawsuit against um, the city of Los Angeles over the accusations of police incompetence in investigating both of their deaths, uh, which from a conspiracy theory angle, you know, pe- there, there were people who would say, oh, look, they, they deliberately did a rubbish job investigating these deaths, which remain unsolved to this day, uh, to cover up what really happened. Although but, there's a much uh, more plausible theory there, which is based on a rubbish job, investigating the death of African-American men because, you know, the police are racist. It's just kind of what they do. Mm. The last celebrity we talked about way back when, actually, I think we made a few general points about how pretty much any time a celebrity dies, someone will claim either the Illuminati did it or they were actually in the Illuminati and faked their death or something. In fact, I'm pretty sure 
at the time we'd recorded, Robin Williams had just died, or had, had died not long ago. So I think he was the latest Illuminati member. And of course, that's one of those situations where it was only years afterwards did we actually discover what was going on with him with his Lou Body Syndrome and the fact that he mm. he was actually suffering quite immensely. So at the time, there were conspiracy theories going on about, so you know, why did the world's funniest man, why did he commit suicide? How could a man yes. who brings so much joy always... to the rest of the world, how could he be so sad? And I, think we'd all, I think people had always known he did, he did suffer from depression, but yeah, yeah, we didn't know the full extent of it, definitely. Um, but yes, no, the last we talked about was Bruce Lee. Um, Bruce Lee died in 1973 officially of an allergic reaction to medication slash hashish and a couple of different things. And and some people some people just found it unbelievable that you know Bruce Lee was in just insanely good shape. If you've seen some of the stuff he got up to, uh, how, how could somebody like that just just drop dead from something that appeared to be relatively benign? But the thing is, that happens all the time. Does Brittany Murphy was the last one I remember? Young, you know, young, seemingly perfectly healthy celebrity who just kind of dropped dead. Then, but then, of course, this gets muddied by the whole idea of the the Bruce Lee's family curse. If you've seen the movie Dragon, starring uh, Jason Scott Lee, no relation, as Bruce Lee, that that goes into the fact that his family believed he there was a curse on him. They they gave him a girl's name and raised him as a girl as a child to try and confuse the curse and stuff like that. And then then he died tragically at a young age. In the movie. In the movie, it suggests he had overcome. The movie it sort of has has these dream sequences where he's fighting this this evil warrior who's sort of the curse personified, and in in the end, he's finally able to defeat it after it goes for his his then infant son Brandon, and while he dies, he he sort of saves his son. But then, unfortunately, Brandon tragically dies uh, twenty years later. Um. So, so that was an interesting case of you get sort of conspiracy versus coincidence, and this was conspiracy versus coincidence versus evil curse, which you don't see a lot of. No, and of course the thing about the death of Brandon Lee is that it's neither curse nor conspiracy, it's pure cock-up. Yep, we know exactly why he died. It wasn't wasn't as much of a cock up as the recent case on the on the Alec Baldwin film, where uh, live ammunition ended up getting inside a gun on a set where it had absolutely no reason to be. This was this Brandon's involved messing around with people creating their own blanks, and there was there was stuff from a leftover bullet in, lodged in the barrel, and so when a blank was fired, it fired that out into him and stuff like that, but. Which is why there's yeah. now a big push to just stop using blanks in guns. Okay, so no, we've got the CGI now. We can actually just do everything in post. There is no need to have a weapon which is even loaded with a blank on camera anymore. Everything can be done in post. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And some people say you don't get the, the you don't get the the, the kick and the. There's a bit of I remember. In fact, I, th- I think in a, in a bit of very poor time. You know the Corridor Crew, the VFX guys yeah, who yeah. have a YouTube channel. Yeah, they. I, I remember them having a thing where they basically said they're talking about you know because they do VFX and they do do VFX gunshots and stuff, and they sort of ended up concluding, yeah, you still just can't do better than blanks though, can you? Because you get that, you get the kickback that you can't really simulate properly, and you get the involuntary flinch or blinking and stuff like that, and then a very short time after that. Something happened which made everybody say, you know, I don't think we should use blanks anymore. But anyway, all very tragic. Um, so since then, at various times, we've had, we've had a couple of sort of news updates and so on of not so much celebrities um, dying mysteriously, but celebrities being alive mysteriously. Uh, I can remember two. Have we had more than that? No, I think, I think it has been mostly Tupac and Steve Jobs. Now, the Tupac stuff mm. is interesting. Because, as we mentioned previously, Tupac has had a very successful career post-death. And there have been situations where they made music videos post his death. So using archival footage and songs he had recorded. Because apparently he was a 
he was a workaholic. He would just go into the studio, record for 8, 12, 16 hours a day, then go home. They only released some of his catalogue before he died. So, of course, they started making music videos using archival footage after he died. And people have pointed out that sometimes Tupac appears to be wearing shoes which weren't released by the time he died, which indicates that maybe this footage comes from after his death, and that would indicate that if this is so-called archival footage of Tupac, and we are dealing with a kind of pre-digital age where it's easy to manipulate footage, maybe that indicates that actually this archival footage isn't as archival as people thought. Hmm. Or possibly 90-0 VHS footage, it's hard to tell what sneakers are. Or indeed body doubles because you know Mm. you need you've only got a certain amount of archival footage and you still need Tupac to be making those moves so a bit of you know and it's not as if you need to live in a digital era to be able to manipulate images as people like to point out Stalin was very good at erasing people from photos, or at least Stalin's crew was very good at Mm. erasing people from photos. People have been manipulating images for a long time, and moving images have been part of that story. Mm. So every now and then you'll get a photo, a pop-up of an African-American guy who looks like what people think Tupac might look like now if he were still alive. Um, and then yeah, the, the the Steve Job one, Steve's Jobs, Steve's Jobs, Steve Job, Steve Jobs. Mm. Uh, people Who does Steve again, Jobs for? Exactly. People have put up uh, photographs of here's this guy. He looks why that looks exactly like Steve Jobs. He's not dead. Or there's another guy who looks a lot like Steve Jobs. Actually, the one example which probably post-dates our original discussion was the constant talk of Kennedy's coming back. He's been seen mm. at Trump's Of course, rallies. yeah, JFK Jr. Yeah. Mm. Which I... Did we get to the bottom of where the hell that actually came from? No. Why did people believe it in the first well, place? No, no it, that... it came out of QAnon. It was a QAnon mm. claim that but, but, JFK but Jr. was about to reveal the fact that he'd faked his death in the past and was going to come back to endorse Trump to show that Trump was carrying on the Kennedy legacy. It was the yeah. legacy of Camelot that Trump was an emblem of, which is one of those weird things, which is if you look into JFK's private life, yes, I actually imagine that Donald Trump has been carrying on the mm. way that JFK carried on. But I think from a political perspective, the Camelot comparison doesn't work as well. Mm. Now, I, th- I think we also must have mentioned the Avril Lavigne body double thing. I mean, it did get very complicated. We must have. There was, there was the idea that, that Avril Lavigne had died and been replaced by a double at some... Which, I, again, I, th- I think was sort of the opposite phenomenon of people looking at photos from previously and photos more recently and said, no, that person's too different. That must be a different person. Yes, because a recording artist who starts off as a teenager and then... This is one of these terrible... Goes through maturation, so gets older... They are going to look different. Because the thing is, teenagers and adults look different. They just look yeah, different. You, you always get that. Uh, the, 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 the minute detail of, oh, look, look, at, look at this, look, look at the, the, the curve of her ear. It's different. Your ears, are, ears are like fingerprints. Or look at these teeth, those slightly different shaped teeth in this photograph. So it must be a different person. All the, all the bollocks they'd say about Melania... The, the, the supposed Melania body doubles and stuff. And I, and I know we've talked plenty of times in the past about the, the the fact that there's all sorts of crap that can make people look different in photos, different different lenses, different focal lengths, different, different lighting. Different lighting, yeah. No, there's mm. a, there was a great video that was doing the rounds when the Melania body double theory was being laundered on Facebook and Twitter. And simply a person's face and a flashlight and they're just moving the flashlight around their face and depending on the angle you can make cheekbones look really pronounced or really flat you can make a jawline look really striking or make it look as if someone has multiple jowls all by just changing the position of the light you change how a face looks in a camera lens Mm. 
Uh, but speaking of Trumps, um, that is that is another more recent, quite recent theory about the death of Ivana Trump. Ivana Trump and or the, Ivanka Trump? Ivana was the mother, wasn't it? Isn't Ivanka the daughter? Yeah, actually, maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe no, I'm just, I'm yeah, maybe, no, no, maybe I'm just, I'm just confusing at, my you know, yeah, Ivana's Ivana was the mother. Ivanka is the daughter. There are all the the ideas that uh, Ivana Trump's. Oh, see, the, re- the reason the reason I got confused there is, of course, Donald Trump has expressed how he finds both his daughter and his former wife very beautiful and sexually attractive. Yes, yes. Oh, the less said of that, the better. I think. Yeah, pe- people. There was the theory going round that um, that Trump had buried a bunch of 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 incriminating documentation or other evidence uh with with Ivana because the only sensible way to dispose of damaging material is to bury it in a coffin under the ground and not say run it through a shredder or set it on fire or or or, or blow it up or but Josh run it the over coffin was so heavy it required 10 people to carry it I mean surely surely if there's something suspicious going on there there wouldn't be so many pallbearers Indeed, yes, that was one of the things. There were a whole bunch of sort of like you could see quotes on Twitter of people saying, you know, who needs how? Why does it take ten people to to carry the body of a, a small old woman? And in fact, there were also there were also lots of people claiming that she had been cremated, so the coffin wouldn't have contained anything. I don't know if that's true or not. But one thing people pointed out is that in typical Trump fashion, the coffin was like covered in gold. It was it wasn't a, it wasn't a simple wooden coffin. There was a hell of a lot of metal in it, so it would have been relatively heavy. But also, Paul bearing is kind of a symbolic, kind of a kind of an honour at times. The people you choose to be the Paul bearers at a funeral, there's usually some you know meaning for who gets to do it, and so it's entirely possible there were they didn't need ten people to carry it, but there were ten people who wanted to be Paul bearers, basically. And also, given the way that the Trump family dynamic seems to work, you might also think that even if they weren't particularly well enamoured of their mother, they had to be seen to carry that coffin. Mm. So, okay, so no, I want to carry it. I want, you can just all carry it. It's fine. Just all of you carry the coffin. Mm. And then uh, leading on from that, there were the conspiracy theories around the fact that she was buried on one of Trump's golf courses. And you've, you've yeah, seen and the, the photos this is, of the grave. It's nothing special. Yeah. yeah, This theory is interesting because on one level, people are going, oh, it must be some kind of tax avoidance thing. You know, Somehow he's going to convert the golf course into a cemetery. He'll get some kind of tax rebate. There'll be some kind of rationale there. Now, people have looked into this, and okay, so no, it turns out that's not how things work. And indeed, there is a family plot in this particular area anyway, so it's kind of expected all the Trumps are going to be buried there. But at the same time, you can kind of see why people are going, I mean, it's just another odd thing that the Trumps do. Okay, so, so where do you keep your family? Oh, we keep the corpses at the golf course, because of course that's mm. what we do. We just bury yeah. all of our people and go, you know, when you get a hole in one, it's a hole in one's wife. Exactly. That, uh, I'm not sure I like the sound of that, but I'll, I'll let it stand for now. That's all right. You're, you're not even married. No, but technically, technically. So, and of course, depending on your definition of celebrity, I guess the biggest um, celebrity death involving a whole lot of conspiracy theories was Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, certainly a public figure. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, def- def- I mean definitely. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The definition of celebrity here is actually quite interesting because he's not mm. a celebrity in the sense of star of of stage and screen, but definitely was a major public figure. Everybody knows given his name, his that's for sure. Philanthropic and pedophilic outreach. Mm. But we've talked about Jeffrey Epstein plenty of times over the course of this particular podcast. Although it probably is the most plausible conspiracy theory for a public figure dying. Because even if Mm. you don't think he was killed by the state, you can think that there probably was a cover-up by the prison officials to cover up exactly what went wrong that an incarcerated inmate was left unobserved for so long they were able to commit suicide mm. yeah I mean, the whole broken yeah. cameras thing yeah. i mean yeah it, it could be murder it, yeah as you say it could be p- 
people covering up the fact that a guy committed suicide on their watch when they're supposed to specifically prevent that from happening. Uh, or it could be, you know, people, you, you, you could run the line that, yes, he committed suicide entirely of his own volition, and the people who would have been there to stop it saw it happening, or actually, no, screw that guy. Yeah, he can kill himself, I'm going to pretend I wasn't happen. watching. Or yeah. even the... Mm encouraged it because you know jeffrey well, yeah, a way, yeah, a no, way out of this would be i mean we're we're not really watching hmm. the cameras i mean yeah yeah there's yeah, a no, number we, we of plausible to... conspiracy theories here now that's not saying that i think he was killed but i do think there are legitimate questions to be asked yeah. about what happened in that case mm. so i i did a quick bit of googling uh, before this episode, just to see if there were any other celebrity deaths that we might have missed talking about. The only one that I turned up um, after a, after a quick search was Bob Marley. Apparently, there are people who think that that, that Bob Marley died of cancer um, in 1981. He was only 36, uh, but I mean, how old was Chadwick Boseman? He was Ooh, he was only in his question. 30s. He was yeah. he was pretty young yeah. as well. Yes, I mean it's it's a thing that can happen. He he died died from uh, melanoma, but there were claims that he had been given um, cancer by the CIA. Uh, essentially, um, some some ex CIA agent. There, there was claims that this uh, CIA or former CIA agent made a deathbed confession that he killed Bob Marley, um, and apparently this this. Um, CIA agent doesn't appear to have existed. It, it, it seems to be a story that was that was just plain made up. Of course, then you could say, "The see, of course, the, of course, he, because he quote unquote never existed." If this, if you ask the CIA about it, but anyway, that was what. What sort of complicates the matter is that Bob Marley had been the target of an unsuccessful assassination <clears throat> assassination attempt. Um, earlier in his life, uh, he was he was shot. He was he was actually shot by a gunch of bun. What is going wrong with it? not a gunch of bun men? I quite <laughs> like the sound of that. It sounds like much more a much more cheery um, uh, uh, phenomenon than a bunch of gun men. Who can bring the but, sunshine? Mm. Sparkle it with rain. Nevertheless, gun men did indeed burst into his hotel room and shoot not him. And a bunch of them managed. Managed to not kill any of them, interestingly, including his uh, his his wife was shot in the head, uh, but but didn't die. So I don't know I don't know if, if if what what their firearms were like or what their aim was like. But one way or another, it wasn't very good. This was 1976, by the way, five years before he actually died. Um, that was appeared to have been politically motivated. There was sort of there was a, an election in Jamaica. He had. Apparently, he'd said sort of, you know, tried to stay um, completely neutral in it, but um, people thought he was sort of tacitly supporting the People's National Party, whereas people from supposedly the Jamaican Labour Party tried to have a go at him for, for supporting their opponent. But this again gets a little bit extra, extra conspiratorial, obviously, you know, if. Uh, Planning an assassination attempt meets the definition of conspiracy, I'm sure. But there were some people had claimed that one of the gunmen had claimed that he was working for the CIA. Um, supposedly, this one of the gunmen before he was the, the gunmen were tried and executed. Apparently, but one of the gunmen before he was killed said that um, the job had been done for the CIA in exchange for cocaine and guns, which. Um, if you know what the CIA was up to in the 1970s, I mean that tracks. But mm -hmm. um, one guy, one guy making well second-hand claims about what one of the guys said, um, unfortunately, is not not the most persuasive of evidence. No, I'm not convinced. No, and, and apart from that, I I haven't had a particularly good look. The the biggest death, obviously, of the year would be the Queen. Yep, died um, at the young I, age of 96, taken from 96. us before her time. Mm. So, I mean, I assume you'd, ha you'd, you'd have trouble coming up with something sinister about the death of a 96-year-old woman, who I believe her cause of death was officially announced as old age. 
Yes, I, I mean, admittedly, she was visited by Liz Trust the day before, and that might have been rationale. Oh, for the love of God, I do, I do not want, I do not want to have another meeting with this current prime minister. Mm. But if she just waited forty four days, then mm. she would have had another prime minister. I mean, really. But yes, no. So I, so I have not heard any conspiracy theories about the Queen's death specifically. Have you? No, I mean, I'm sure David Icke must have made some claim about mm. the royal family and passing on the lineage and how she hasn't actually died, she's transcended to another plane. But there don't appear to be any plausible conspiracy theories. About, well, conspiracy theories coming from other places which put forward physically relevant ways of describing how the Queen could have died. Because a 96-year-old Dying is not really the subject of many a conspiracy theory. Mm, exactly, and so I think that's where we. I think that's where we leave it. I don't want to tempt fate, but I can't imagine we'll have a more significant death than that of the Queen this year, at least. I mean, who knows? Um, and I know in previous episodes we have talked about the fact that we, we it, it, for, for a while there it seemed like celebrities were dropping like flies when we lost David Bowie and Prince in quick succession and there were a bunch more after that. But I think as a lot of people pointed out, there was kind of an explosion in in, in what what qualified a person to be a celebrity starting around the 60s, sort of where previously it had only really been movie stars. It started, you had TV celebrities and music celebrities and then these days you have... Yeah, sort of the 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 famous for being famous set as well. TikTok so influencers. Mm, going to, yeah. There's going to be a spate of TikTok influencer deaths in about sixty years' time. You 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 can count on it. So death, 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 deathity, death, death. I think we've. I think. I think we've. I, I don't know about you, but I'm all deathed out now. I think it's about time to call this episode to a close. And you call yourself a goth. I mean, I don't. Which apparently is what makes me the, the gothiest goth there is. But, yeah, I don't know. I think um, I think there's nothing else to say apart from R.I.P. all of those dead people. Except maybe maybe, maybe Epstein. And also Kurt Cobain. You, 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 you shut your mouth. Oh, you. I, I am I am slowly whittling you down on this because in the old days you used to get very angry with my anti Kurt I don't Cobain think, I don't stance, think and now very angry. Now you just uh... I just you're you're a rebel and you'll never be any good, and there's no point in me trying to change you now. Actually, that's true. We haven't we haven't even talked about James Dean conspiracy. Oh, James Dean, yeah. yeah. Maybe we can add that to the list mm, for next time. Next time we revisit this topic in, in another who knows how many years. Uh, but until then, I think uh, we'd, better, we'd better just say a good old-fashioned goodbye. Lassitude. You've been listening to a podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy, hosted by Josh Addison and M. Dentith. If you'd like to help support us, please find details of our pledge drive at either Patreon or Podbean. If you'd like to get in contact with us, email us at podcastconspiracy at gmail.com. Marty, we gotta go back to the conspiracy.